Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to Sheep Podcasts. The podcast. This is episode... Three nine zero three hundred and ninety. I cannot believe I've gotten on this microphone three hundred and ninety times with Elsie Escobar. Although I have been absent for some, she's been absent for some. But wow, we've made it to three ninety. We're almost at four hundred. Whoa, I can't Whoa. believe it. Anyway, I'm Jessica Kupferman. I'm sorry. With me is always the very bouncy but phenomenal Elsie Escobar. Yes, <laughs> she's like bouncing off the walls today. It's been a pretty exciting day so far, so maybe that's why. Maybe that is correct. Mind you, we haven't recorded in a while, so maybe it's like that's all true. that bent up. Pent is it up. bent up or pent up? <laughs> pent. pent. Pent with up. a P, not with a bent. Bent up is different. Bent up is like, you know, <laughs> not straight, <laughs> damaged, broken. So uh, do you warped? actually, does one actually use that term though and say like, are you bent up? Do you say that? Pent up. Yeah. Pent up aggression. Pent up No, pent, sexuality. yes, but what I'm saying is bent. Do you ever no, say that to somebody? Thing. No, no. That's, that's not, not a thing. thing. No. You're not bent up. You're this pent. Mor- <laughs> this morning, Isaac told me that if, if he had to be in his, because there something's wrong with his classroom. So they were in the art classroom, I guess Friday. Mm-hmm. And he goes- if we have to be in the art classroom today, I'm going to be rapid. <laughs> and I was like, do you mean rabid? And do you know what that means? He was, I said, I said, what does rapid means? He was like, I said, I said what do you mean by that? How are you going to be rapid? And he was like, I'm just going to be annoyed. And I was like, oh, you mean rabid, like a dog, <laughs> like a rabid dog. He had no yeah. idea what I was talking about. <laughs> rapid. He's so funny. I like how he picks up expressions without any concept or idea of what they mean. It's my favorite thing about him. I love that. He will say shit all day. He doesn't understand. It's the best. Well, that's kind of like me. I just did it with with bent up. Did you just learn bent up, though? Or have you had that one in your pocket for a while? I mean, I often say it, but I never actually really (laughs) questioned. (laughs) I've never questioned whether or not it was with a B or a P, which is hilarious. Which is probably not the best. How would you know? It sounds like a B. Right. How would you know? I often don't research sayings. I just say the thing. Yeah, but like, have you ever read like dirty stories? There's a lot of pent up action happening in those. My mom had a lot of smutty romance novels and there's a lot of pent up aggression in those books. Wouldn't that be bent up? (laughs) Ah, No, (laughs) hopefully not. You don't want it to be bent up sexually. That's terrible. Has that ever, have you ever, have you ever been in that position? What? Let's not, let's, we're not going there. I know I'm the one that brought it there, but yes, no. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is it, it's not always an easy task to. Correct. Okay. To handle. All right. That. Sure. 
Depending on the <laughs> angle, of course. Oh, my God. Some angles work in your favor. Some don't. Let's talk about emojis Ooh, instead. Okay. All right. All emojis right. because I'll see is uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, my emojis, God. Emojis, I've made her uncomfortable. Listen, listen. Every year, new emojis are released um, on iOS. Usually is what begins, I think, the whole entire process. I may be wrong, though, because I actually don't know about the exact protocol or what happens whenever new emojis are released. Usually we cover them because whenever there's a new iOS is coming out, they tend yeah. to have emojis. So iOS 16.4 is released. Wait, is it, it says, so it's already out. If So if you haven't updated, this is what you'll be getting, right? And there are some new ones. Yes. Okay. Mind Let's, you, though, wait, hold up one more. Are we going to share what? our screen and show people? or should we? we why don't you go ahead and share the screen? Although, is it already released? Like, I'm, that's the part that I'm Let's sort see, of confused by it. Uh, slides. They were, with the 16.4, the update is currently, and no, it's the update is on 16.4. That's why I was confused. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not live. The update is currently in developer beta mode and will be available on Apple devices later okay. this spring. All right. So, we have to look forward to that. yes. And, and these articles, we can look at them. And oh my God, these are really huge emojis that well, I see. I'm not showing them yet. Ah, fuck. <gasps> oh I'm my right God. <laughs> what happened? Oh, you spilled. Yes. Oh my God. Jessica spilled the thing. Yeah. Should I? I'm gonna remove. I'm gonna sorry. remove this here. Sorry, 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 sorry. <gasps> okay, for those of you who are not watching or don't know what happens behind oh the God. scenes with every recording of She Podcast, oh, Jess, guys, I just ruined my desk. Yes, Jess anchors her brain. <sighs> anchors her brain <sighs> by doing her nails. I'm just going to need a tablecloth on here because I ruined, I ruined the wood. Ruined it just now. Just now, what? The mouse is sticking to the wood. That's how ruined it all is. The mouse is sticking to the wood. This is not it a good thing. It was a wood thing. finished table, and now it's got alcohol and acetone on it. Oh my god! I cannot believe how badly. It... Yes, you see this face. This is me right wait, now. Wait, no, no, you can't see it. Add to scream. There we go. Shaking face that really gets us. That face. Unbelievable. Sorry, is guys. The face. literally, there's no one watching, so it doesn't matter. But, whew, Okay. So. uh... For those of you listening, Jess spilled her nail polish on her wooden desk. No, nail polish remover. Remover. The nail polish oh, good. Been way okay. better. Still, though. Yeah. Okay, remover on the desk. <sighs> and she is showing one of the new uh, emojis, which are the, the first one that we're looking at right now is the shaking face emoji. Shaking face. So the shaking face emoji is essentially uh, a picture of an, an emoji that's a surprised emoji, yeah, but it's surprise shaking. face, but like yeah. blurry as if it's in a hurry. Yeah. A blurry as in like, you can't see because you need glasses now. <laughs> and or you are super drunk 
<laughs> either one of those two things and then it's shaking so you're going to be like what is happening so that's what she feels like right now this is a wonderful time oh, to understand the context of using this emoji it's when you spill <laughs> nail polish remover on your desk and you're like ah this is the shaking face that Ten. we are looking at not believe i just ruined my entire desk I'm Holy sorry, crap, dude. That was terrible. But okay. I know that there's somebody listening, John, who is going to go. Hog he's going to be listening and nodding with his head, going up and down, going like, yep, not surprised. What else do we get? Okay, okay but we have heart. a single heart pink heart now on emojis. Jess. Do you know why is... we haven't had this until now? Yes, I actually did ask on Mastodon. Tell us, tell us. And it seems like this has been in the works for essentially ever. Because yeah. in order for emojis to be approved. Yeah, voted in. Or voted whatever. in. It takes so long. And I think I, I can't, I don't think I have it. Do I have it in here? Is this the article? Yeah, oh my God, is... I did. I put it in here. Like the, yeah. the article that was shared with me. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes about that. They actually walk all the way through as to why there are not all the colors are there. And it's super interesting. And one of the things that I learned is that sometimes people can't see this color. Red. This pink. Oh, thing. some people can't see. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Pink. Because red is some of the ones that they can see if they're colorblind. Like some people see colorblind blue-yellow, and I think some people see colorblind red-green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why the – oh, let me go back to it. So that's why the pink heart. Yes, that's right. That's very interesting. It's really interesting. And I get, and there's an entire, because it's so funny, because I was on Mastodon, I'm like, I'm curious as to why this wasn't there before. And somebody's like, well – yeah, here's an article that explains everything. I was like, oh my God, there's like a whole in depth. <laughs> they know everything on Mastodon. Okay, the next one is a high five, two hands being pushed together. Oh, no, wait. Yes. No, they're each, they're not together. This no, is one emoji. They're separate. And this is one emoji. It's like a right and a left hand. Yeah, so you could put this right hand up against a whole lot of stuff, like a peach. Yes. If you want to spank someone's tushy. <laughs> <laughs> Notice I go to the most useful use of the emoji. It's, the like, sexual it's like a talk to the hand. It's like talk to the hand. Yeah, but we have that already because we have like a high Yeah, but this one. is even a better one. Anyway. All right. Yeah, it's great. Okay, next. Next we have a root. ginger root. Where am I? All right. I mean. I mean talk about bent up. <laughs> talk about. Look at that. What I is mean, this for? Oh, it says gut health enthusiasts will be all over this one. I mean, okay. <laughs> it does look like ginger, whatever. Maracas. Maracas. Woo. Hey, right next to the sombrero. Um, Because they do that's, have... That's it. That, I mean, I think there's more, but I don't think I have them all in here. I think that there's more. These are the favorites. Okay. Um, I want to see if there's another article that has like... I can no. look. Hold on. Um, anyway, but they're there. Yeah, they're these are the favorite ones. But the shaking face one is like one of our favorites. Everybody kind of really wants. That. I do like <laughs> I do like that. There's because well. there's 21 new emojis. Oh, yeah. You go to Emojipedia. Okay. Are you going to show the other ones so that we can all see the ones that we yeah. haven't seen yet? If I can find them. Absolutely. Hold on. Right. Lately, Google Lens has been taking over my. What's Google Lens? Oh, what? Why I don't know. It's Google just Lens? like is. It's bothering my, look at my hand from cleaning that up. 
Ugh. Right here, I'm sharing again. New emojis. See, this is what I mean. Why does this come Whoa. up? Whoa. Yeah, that's not right. Okay, here we go. There it is. All right. We got a jellyfish, a moose, a donkey, wings, a black crow, um, a, a flute. Yeah. A hyacinth, my favorite flower. These are my Ooh. favorite flowers. Peas, Japanese fan, hair pick, what's that? And a R- new RSS symbol. Like, we needed that. It's like, a, like it's, a, it's a Wi-Fi. It's a Wi-Fi symbol. Wait, what is yeah. that what's other little this? thing? I don't know. It's like a, it looks kind of like a crown. Wait, here we go. First look, new emojis. All right, hold on. Maybe it'll tell us. Smileys and colorful hearts. All right. New emoji design. Okay. Oh, there's a bagel and cream cheese. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's not telling me. All right. Well, if you guys figure out what this purple thing is, let me know. It's a purple something or other. I don't even know what the heck that could possibly be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we know. We are very excited. Do tell us what your favorite emojis are because we always uh, talk about it. Now, um, on non-podcasting news, not that we haven't been talking about any podcasting related anything. Up to yeah, this let's moment. change the subject. Let's, oh, wait. Oh, wait. No we need. still haven't spoken about podcasting. stuff. Okay, so I got uh, because Jessica Kufferman gave me a gift certificate for Sephora for, her uh, for my birthday. And I finally shopped and I got myself. You guys, you guys, I got myself. Guys. Why is it not working? There we go. Uh, we it's upside down. Yeah, what does it say? Me, me, you, you yours. yours. Cute. And it is by a brand called GXVE, and it's the Gwen Stefani uh, brand. Yeah. You guys, this is so amazing. And it smells like vanilla. Ooh, I love smelly. And it's so pretty and so light. I love everything about this. And... Okay, so all of a sudden, I decided... Ooh, look what a pretty color. It's very pretty. It's very light and very gorgeous. And it's called... This color is called All My Love. All my loving, all my I love. will give to you. So the Gwen Stefani line is very awesome. And I love the design of these of these themselves. It's super, like, strong. It feels great. And it's... I like the fact that it's square, uh, it looks like there's a lot of stuff in it, meaning that it's not going to run out on me really quickly. Is it sticky? It is a little sticky. It is a little sticky. Do we um, like that or do we not like that? I do like it. It's nice. It's nice. I like sticky. One of the reasons that I that I all of a sudden when I got these and I started to use it, I was like, you know, how many makeup lines are out there by women over 50? That are creating mm. things. Eve Saint Laurent. I mean, uh, you mean celebrities? Celebrities. I mean the new, none. the new, the new lines that have started that are led by a woman over fifty. That is women over fifty. Uh, Jones Road by Bobby Brown is a new one. Yeah, that's right. It's a new one, and again, it's so it's really fantastic good. to be able I to see it. all of that. I just saw an art of advertising for that. But I really love this because there's so much, you know, focus on things like what's her name, Kylie, like Kylie Jenner and her lipstick and her yeah, lip but her kits, stuff which is terrible, which is all right. It's all right, right? Um, but it's aimed at a totally different audience, right? It's always there, and I there was something to me about being able to see 
alignment and support aligned from somebody who was over 50 years old, which I think is like really cool. And the other thing that I really dig about this, and they feel the difference between Kylie's brand and this one, I don't even know how you say it. Give? Is it Gziv? I don't even know. G-X-V-E? How do you even pronounce that? Probably just give. She's just give? fancy pants. She's know, a whatever. fancy pants with names. Yeah, anyway. But the reason that I really love this is like I went and I looked at the at her marketing. And yeah, she's in it, right? You can see that Gwen is in it, mm-hmm. but not as much as other brands, right? Because there's a lot of brands like the, uh, and I am keep going to the Kardashians because they, they keep on putting stuff out, you know, like all the things. And the stuff is so junky though. And so much of the stuff that they sell though is obviously they are the biggest marketing, right? So if you remove them, their personality from the brand, it probably obvious it won't ever do as well, right? It just it just won't. Yeah. But with this thing, like I was, I'm just kind of digging the fact that it's not wrapped around Gwen Stefani herself. That it it's, is what its do you mean? own How's thing. It not? No, what I'm saying is that she's not the one that's constantly being featured. For the beauty brand, like you have to like, I remember when I went in there, I was trying to find her and it was, I had to scroll down Instagram to find a picture of her that was something that was selling one of these products. Whereas the the other time, usually that's not the case with some other brands. It's especially the younger generations. It's all about your shop, you're buying them versus what I think about this brand and the way that Gwen has set it up. Like all I kept thinking about was like, oh my God, if I'm starting a makeup brand, please don't ask me to be constantly coming in and doing photo shoots and promoting the crap out of this. Please, I will support it, but y'all go do your own thing. The whole point of doing it with Gwen Stefani is because she's famous and will do the photo shoot. That's how you sell the... Listen, she's been wearing red lipstick since the dawn of time. Of Of course course you would want to buy her red lipstick. I'm just saying, if you go to the Give website right now, do you see Gwen right in your face? I mean, not right at first. Okay. It's like what the picture that you see when you, you go on there. You have to scroll down is... just a tiny bit, though. She's right there. And then if, no, uh-uh, look at this. I don't wear it. I wear. am looking at it. You scroll one, two, three she's times. She's on the magic. She's on the third and the fourth yeah. thingy majors. Yeah. Like third she's below. And She's fifth. below. And everybody else is there, right? Now go well, to Kylie. Yeah. KylieCosmetics.com. Oh, this portion of the show is the influencer portion, not the <laughs> podcasting portion. Yes, this is. I mean, Kylie, you- of course, because Kylie's mother makes sure her mug is on everything. Her entire front page is Kylie. Is her, There's I, like literally almost no other model. Actually, I don't know if those are her lips. What are you talking? Keep scrolling. No, her face is at the top. No, I know. But what I'm saying to you is keep scrolling. So those are they, those may not be her lips, but look at Kylie's barely there look. And then there is the the Kylie Cosmetics, another picture of her. Kylie Skin, another picture of her. Like the Shop Our Feed, there's like two of those there. are Look, all of them on the almost on the Shop Our Feed at the bottom is Kylie. Yeah, you're right. Where And again, with the Gwen picture on there, she's there. But she's yeah. not everything. Like the top model is not her. Well, Gwen Stefani is not as, what's the word? Self-absorbed, maybe, <laughs> as a Kardashian. And also, 
With the Gwen Stefani, the second model that you see right above her is a an older woman. She looks like she's older than 50. Do you think that her cosmetics are made for older women? Like the only other one besides Jones Road that I know is Il Maquillage. That one is supposed to be for older skin as well. And Clinique, actually. I don't think that this is specifically for older skin. I think that this is just something that she is, period, right? Well, then naturally it would be for women her age, I would think. Yeah, I would think that she would probably push a little bit more to make sure that things work for her face. Let's see. Well, actually, J-Lo. Okay, so J-Lo has a line of things, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot about J-Lo. But you know what? The whole... I actually have never used any... Does she have makeup, though? I think she... Does she have makeup? Yeah, but it's mostly skincare, but yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it's more like skincare stuff. Lizzo has a line of shapewear, exercise wear, pajamas. Yeah, giddy, which is amazing. Yeah. But she's like 35 or something. I want... Like, I want shapewear and underpants from, like, Roseanne Barr. Like, I want a fat old lady to sell me undergarments. Not, I mean, like, Lizzo's, you know, she's, like, pleasantly plush, but she's young. Young people can wear anything. It doesn't matter their size. This is I want to see scary old lady underpants. (laughs) I don't think that would sell too well. I mean, Lizzo's boobs probably stay where they're supposed to be by themselves. I want to see like what you do if they're if you tuck them in your pants. I need like projective underwear for like the next 20 years. I don't know if that's Jane gonna... Fonda. You sell me some shapewear. <laughs> I mean, she's skinny as a rail, but you know, those boobs are in her belt. Listen, I'm sure they're at, but it's like you can't really sell scary shapewear. I mean, I guess that could be a brand. I scary think you should shapewear. call it that. <laughs> Scary Shapewear. Scary Shapewear. That's my next new company. Scary Shapewear. Yeah. For old saggy bitches, we'll call it. But you know what? Oh, my God. I hadn't really thought about that either because you think about already there's like the over-representation of shapewear for skinny people and for like, you know, what society tells you to be is like a lot, right? Yeah. Yes. And there's very little representation for larger sizes. And Lizzo is changing the game. There's literally one and it's Lizzo. Yeah. And she's younger. And so therefore, I I get that. I I get the feel. I get it. Hold on. Let me see how old she is. All I know is she's younger than me. Yeah. But she's also, but you're talking more, uh, you know, over 50. She's 34. I know you're not over 50, but I'm saying. When she was born, I was in eighth grade. She was born in, yeah, she's 34. So like, I want 50 plus shapewear and underwear company it doesn't have to be jane fonda she's skinny as a real that's why i said roseanne Barr. although i know that she said very racist things but like who can we who can we emulate that's not racist Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's an older over 50 um plus size type size woman melissa mccarthy boom Melissa McCarthy had a line of clothing, but she closed it. But it was gorgeous. She did a collab with Seven Jeans, and it was amazing. I loved the clothes. They don't come out anymore. Rebel Wilson? She's kind of my age. They're both white, though. Like, who's? No, Rebel's not kind of your age. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. She would be great. Oh, Octavia Spencer. Perfect. I love her. Yeah. Octavia. If you're listening, <laughs> scary shapewear. You're welcome. 
She's not scary. She's going to run. Exactly. No, she's not scary, but she's not going to go for that brand. Octavia Octavia is. It could just be called Octavia. That's a very cool name. That's a cool word. Mm -hmm, It is. She could just be Octavia. Octavia. Not Octavia's angels. Just Octavia. Octavia. Like Madonna. That would be amazing. And that would actually. That's great. Anyway. You're welcome. Go ahead and. You're welcome. Yes. That is royalty free. Just take it, Octavia. (laughs) You're welcome to it. My pleasure. And speaking of YouTube, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, there was no, I said, in speaking of YouTube, we haven't even talked about YouTube. No, we haven't. <laughs> but there's a bunch to talk about. Let's, you want to get to that? We have like, the, uh, the rest of the show is going to be all about YouTube, I think, except for at the end. Well, that's right. And actually, the rest of the show is like, it's the same news. And unfortunately, I'll give you a TLDR right now for everybody who wants to know what's going on with YouTube. So now we're going to be talking about the announcement that happened at On Air Fest uh, just uh, about a week or so ago. It happened over in Brooklyn, part of the Hot Pod Summit. And the YouTube team was there and they came in and they were like, oh, my God, YouTube and now podcasts and yeah, and scene. And so then, like, everybody uh, started going crazy. This is incredible. This is amazing. But there's many, many, many questions still that are yet to be answered. Uh, but one really, I'm not even going to clarify anything because we we only know a little bit and we don't know the full thing. Like, I can't even give you all of the deets because who knows? Because they're very vague and YouTube was very vague. And um, as uh, as far as I know now, when we are recording, there has been no more clarification. But the thing is that YouTube music is going to be supporting podcasts, audio, Ooh. audio podcasts. Okay? okay. So still happening on YouTube. There's still podcasts in the same way we all understand podcasts to be on YouTube. There are maybe some best practices that they have shared in the past about creating playlists and having podcasts on YouTube and all kinds of stuff that is very YouTube-centric. But they are also uh, going to be adding in the same way. So imagine the way that Spotify was only for music and then, then they had podcasts and then there's now you can consume both inside of the Spotify app. They're doing that same thing for YouTube music. So YouTube music will also now support podcasts. And from what I understand, they are going to be supporting them through RSS at some point. (laughs) But I don't think that they do now. So for those of you who are listening who are like, oh my God, me, we don't know how to do it yet. They haven't said anything how to do whatever it is that they're going to be putting out. And we don't know how one goes around about doing said thing of getting your show inside of YouTube music. Now there, I did see some numbers and I think, you know, obviously everybody uses YouTube. There's like a bazillion million like users, 480 plus million. I just quoted that. I don't know that's a quote or not. I just came up with that number, but it's like three figures. Um, and I believe the number that I saw for YouTube music users is 88 million. So the reach between like 400,000 million versus 80 million is not the same. And so it's less reach, but still though, come on, YouTube music. 
There's a lot of naysayers about it. Go ahead. Like what? Actually, it's really people going like, really, YouTube? You always announce things and Google, because it's part of Google, right? And Google is always saying things, but they always drop things and they never do what they say. And are they really going to do it or are they not going to do it? I feel like you're describing me. (laughs) I'm the same way. Me and Google, we're like this. (laughs) Because, listen, things move fast. If it's not working, you dump it. No apologies. Exactly. That's exactly what people are afraid of. Look how long they kept around Google Plus. I mean, that was a disaster. Yeah. Got to keep things in beta. You got to keep things liquid. Got to keep it fluid. Got to keep it moving and shaking, moving and shaking. They tend to do stuff like that, though, where they'll fund something and they get all excited and then they go away. So now people are going like, oh, no. But here, bottom line is this. This is my my hot take without any information. (laughs) All right. Great. The best kind of hot take is Uh, uneducated and uninformed. Yes, (laughs) Well, actually, you know what? There is a little bit of education. I'm just not educated about the actual. Just not informed. Yes, not informed about the actual thing happening now. If your show, like She Podcast, is on YouTube, there are other podcasts who are putting their stuff on YouTube. People are cross-posting their audio podcasts with just like a static image on in front and creating audiograms and putting them on. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. That's it. Just keep doing that's what you're doing. That's your hot like take? That's not a that's hot take. That's my hot take. take. No, as in like, there's nothing that's going to make or break your podcast on YouTube. Yeah. There's not. Plus, most of us know that views for these type of podcasts on YouTube are essentially zero. There's a lot of people who are putting it up there and nobody's watching. That said, though, hold up. Here's my hot take for people who are listening, and I'd love to get some feedback from you all, really. So feedback at ShePodcast.com, and please prove me wrong because I want to know this, okay? So there are some people who create, you know, like audiograms using headliner and cross post to YouTube, or they use Libsyn and they just hook up their YouTube thing and it automatically gets published onto YouTube. And then they're like, oh, but I'm not getting any views. Like nobody's essentially watching this. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what are you doing weekly or whenever you release an episode to optimize that for YouTube? Are you filling out your description? Are you using titles that draw attention to them? Are you making sure that the tags are being used? And here's the kicker. Are you promoting your YouTube podcast episode in other places too? Mm -hmm. Or are you just cross-posting and then leaving it there? Because if that's what you're doing, no wonder nobody's listening, watching your thing. Because you have to understand, like, I've been working, like, very hard with the Libsyn YouTube team. So we have a team that works on content for YouTube specifically. Mm -hmm. And the amount of work that goes into making sure we have the right title, making sure we have the right thumbnail, making sure that we have the right keywords, making sure the description is set there, updating this stuff, putting it in the playlist, all of that stuff. There's like a whole team of us that are putting all those pieces together. And if you are cross-posting your audio piece to YouTube and then letting it fly, sorry. Yeah. Not going to get whatever it is that you're looking to get because you're not optimizing for it. So what do you think? 
I was just coaching someone on this yesterday. Like, it's not enough to just do. I mean, it's obviously a state. It's an obvious thing, but it's not enough to do as little as possible, right? Like, you can't just follow the one rule and then be done. You have to be all in or you don't see growth. That's all. Yeah. And also, you don't have to do that, right? So let's say. Well, you don't have to do anything, but if you are going to do something, it should be done properly and all the way through. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you, though, Jess, is that like for us at this point, like I would like us to focus on being able to optimize our stuff on YouTube a little bit more. But it takes a lot of resources to do not a lot, but it's like we have to make sure that we create a thumbnail that is different every single time that's like weird and quirky and us going like this. We already do that for our episode. I mean, that's true. We'd have to be like. Yeah, we have to do those types. That's what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't it's not the same. It has to be like a very specific type of thumbnail. We have to change the episode title. It can't be watch us record episode 390. Like we have to change the title. We have to also add appropriate descriptions in there. We have to make sure it's added to a a playlist. Like all of that stuff is. Keyword it. Keyword. Yeah. The whole thing. I I don't know. know, Anywhere from one to maybe two hours. But if we were to have to pick as a producer, as a, excuse me, as a creator that's doing all of the things yourself, yeah. you don't have to do all of that if you're getting results from like, let's say Twitter and that's where all your people are, or maybe Instagram and that's where all your people are. It doesn't hurt anything for you to cross post to YouTube and call it a day. Now, if you're going to be complaining- Which is what we're doing, but it's not, it's not getting us any results. To be well, prepared. of course, that's what I'm saying. And call it a day. Now, if you want to see results- you know, people subscribing to your channel, people watching you on, you know, YouTube or like, then you're going to have to spend time there. It's not magically going to happen. I know. It's just not. So you can't complain about it. It's the two things that I probably should be doing first that I end up doing last, which is like, you know, SEO and YouTube. I mean, I have SEO, but I mean, like I've never, you know, and I have someone that helps us with it, but I, I don't have like a SEO scientist weighing and opting the odds and our competitive keywords and that whole thing. I mean, maybe she does. I don't know. I don't know what she does with it. There's like I a know lot, she yeah, works on it, but it's that's a it. whole it's a whole thing. But but both of those still, things though. are very sciencey. SEO and YouTube feel like a big science. There are tools that help you with YouTube. They like, are. We use them. I don't remember what it's Tube called. Buddy. Tube yes, buddy. thank you, TubeBuddy, yeah, where you, you know, you put in the title and it helps you keyword it. You put in what it's about and it gives you optional stuff. Yep, it does. But but all I'm saying is that all of those things take up time, right? And to me, what's the end goal for you as a producer, right? Now, I'm not talking to you, Jessica, but as a producer of your own thing, what is the mm. ultimate goal from the podcast or the content that you're creating is it like for us, I feel selling tickets, it's possibly the number one thing we need to be doing. Well, we haven't talked about the event the whole time and we've, right. and we've been uh, talking for 45 minutes. So right. we're not doing a good job of that at this moment. No, we're not. But that's the key. But that's really what that's we need to key. be doing. We need to be mm-hmm. selling the, the event. We need to be selling the event. And I think that because that's like the key thing to do, Everything that we do in terms of promotion and especially like with the She Podcast stuff, like, of course, I would love to optimize the YouTube thing, but I would eventually say to you, can we push all of that till after the event and then really zero in on processes after the event 
on optimizing some YouTube stuff. Because if you spend the time, what, however amount of hours to do that for our, our stuff right now, it just feels like it's taking away from resources that could be going to selling tickets. Well, so don't forget that I've been working on this event since December of 2021. Right. It doesn't matter, though. It's no, still I know, the same but I'm thing, saying right? like it. I mean, like we I may have had this like epiphany two years ago and said, oh, I'll do it after the event. And then we just didn't have it. And like right. we postponed it. So like, yeah, I mean, I do want to focus on it big time. But you're right. It can't really be done until June, July, let's say maybe August, because I'm going to take a long time. Yeah. Off, I and I think that that's important for everybody to really think about that just mm -hmm. because something's supported just because you're not getting results on that one thing like we're not getting subscribers to our youtube channel mm -hmm. is that really helping to sell tickets though right so do we right. care <laughs> no not now so, we don't not right now we don't no, not right now don't. exactly and so i think that there's there's something to be said about you making choices based on what you want now if you yeah. are really super gung-ho about your content and you feel it's like the most incredible content ever and you're you really want to work with sponsors and advertisers or something like that and partners and you need to do that then your reach for your show needs to show numbers because that's unfortunately that's what a lot of people are looking for they're looking for they're looking for reach and the more data you can give them the more of a possible yes you will have. So it would behoove you to behoove, really work. Behoove said. you to work on optimizing your platforms for the most reach so that you can be able to land those sponsors. If that's your goal, right? If mm -hmm. that's your goal. Now, if we don't really have that goal in terms of the show, she podcasts, right. the podcast is not necessarily the thing that's going to sell us all the tickets, although we want to sell all the tickets because you listen to our show. Uh, we yes, want everybody who listens to it. Hey, if everybody listened to our, if everybody who listens to our podcast and subscribes to a podcast bought a ticket, Jessica, you'd be covered. Oh, I know. In fact. So in fact, yes. If everyone yes. just gate, I mean, yeah. I mean, if all, if the speakers, if you're listening and you're a speaker, if everyone just brought three people, we'd be covered. Mm -hmm. How about that? Just think about that. If all you, you just sell, oh my God. Three people how that want to come. That's it. Seriously. So if you're listening Seriously. to this episode and you do not have a She Podcast ticket, I don't care. Buy a ticket, even if you can't attend. Just do it because it will help. No, I'm serious. Like, oh, uh, I in know. all honesty, just buy a ticket. Please. Buy a ticket, the end. Buy a one-day pass. I mean, maybe you'll come, maybe you won't, but we have payment plans, we have one-day passes, and first of all, she said whether you come or not buy a ticket, but I mean, we'd also really like you to come and see yeah. you, and it is for every level of podcaster. Like, it's not just for beginners, it's not just for people who are trying to get in the game or who feel they're ready to monetize, like the podcasters who have been in it for a while, we have content for you too. If it's not about, you know, if your podcast is perfect, first of all, mazel tov and congratulations. <laughs> but we also have self-care things and, you know, maybe you need a new system. Maybe you, you want to learn about a new social media channel that you've not utilized before. We have TikTok, we have, you know, Instagram Reels, we have all the things. So we have branding and naming and everything. 
monetizing, writing books, becoming a speaker, you know, VAs that'll teach you how to put up like all kinds of like marketing systems to make things easier, producers and editors to teach you how to get the best sound out of your equipment, all the things. So All the things. So yeah, go to ShePodcastLive.com, buy a ticket. Even if it's just to support the community, it would be Correct. immensely grateful. I would be immensely grateful because, you know, the last event was rough. It was, it was felt like it was in the middle of the pandemic and, um, we want to make this event the best we possibly can. And we really need your help to do that. So thank you in advance. But also it's going to be so much fun. This, it's, this yep. hotel is amazing. It's in Washington, DC, nation's capital. It's like, a museum of art in a hotel. Every piece of art. First of all, the gate to the either the mall or the casino was designed by Bob Dylan. Oh my god! For, for Pete's sake, I'm not joking. That is the most bizarre. Like, okay, it's an ornate <laughs> metal gate. It's an art piece. It's a Ooh. Bob Dylan installation that also Ooh. serves to be the opening of a big part of the hotel. It's really cool. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yep. Yeah, it's Bob Dylan. Anyway, sorry, that was really bad. That was the worst Bob Dylan impression. Only monkeys. (laughs) Okay, um, did you want to talk about what's next here? (gasps) Oh, my God. I don't know. So I don't know if we have enough time to really dig into this, but I found this. I think we should talk about it anyway. This study. It's a study. Fascinating study. Fascinating study. It, uh, Mind you, but before we get into it, I am very into Mastodon. Like, I'm just letting you know. Because I'm such a freak when it comes to, like, trying new things. Let me so, tell you something. Wait. Let's, let's just start, start for a second. Okay. I go on mastodon.social. Yeah. I go to create an account. I yeah, hit whatever the accept of the rules. Now yeah. it wants to know display name, username. If I give it all that and click sign up, then it asks me what server and I'm done. I can't go further. I don't know what they want. So now I know. I know. So now hold on one second. I will send you an app. So Mammoth for Mastodon, that's what it's called. So here, I'm going to give it to you right now. And it's going to be in the show notes, um, but I'm going to share it with Jessica. So one of the reasons, and I'm going to put it in the public chat, but I'll also put it in the private chat just for, for, you, for you to see. All right, it. thanks. Okay, so Mammoth for Mastodon was just released. It is a um, ah! venture-backed app from the Mozilla, from the browser Firefox folks. Mozilla has funded this project and it is a new Mastodon client. And then that thing that you just mentioned, that is a problem because you don't know what instance and you don't know the thing and you don't know what the thing is. This actually, when you sign up here, they they do it for you. They kind of take mm-hmm. care of it for you mm-hmm. here. Okay, cool. And they're That's solving that problem so that you can. Yeah. So they figured all that stuff out for you. Anyway. I am on an instance that's funny. It's actually, you can find me at LC at mastodon.coffee because that's the one that I, <laughs> that's the um, one that I signed up for. The instance that I found out for is mastodon.coffee. That's the one that I chose simply because it was super non-affiliated with anything other yeah, than coffee. Smart. And so I was like, this is really great. And I really like it. I like being there. I also figured out how to use so many aspects of it. So I'm not feeling incredibly like I don't know what's going on. So but I am actually connecting with lots of really interesting people in there. I'm digging it like you would not believe. Like I literally I'm like, I'm I do not. The only reason 
I go on Twitters for essentially to touch base with some friends. But other than that, I'm all in on Mastodon. I really love it. But anyway, I there's a woman that I follow on Mastodon who just focuses on gender and tech and psychology and business. And it's so neato. She shared this study from Berkeley, and it is called When and Why Gender Differences Emerge for Sexual Harassment Behavior. And they went down the road of trying to figure out why, like, what's the motive for people who sexually harass at work? And Mm, it's power, obviously. Does this even study even need to be done? (laughs) Obviously, it's to gain power over someone so you can intimidate them because people are evil. But it's the opposite of what you're thinking. So the people who actually do the sexual harassment the most are men that are looking for power, not powerful men, not the ones that have the power. The whole point of sexual harassment is to gain intimidation factor over the person. And so the yeah, so they feel these men, the powerless men feel that mm-hmm. being sexual harass whatever is uh, somehow giving them more clout or more power. But mind you, it's not necessarily powerlessness, but desire for power. Mm-hmm. So that's neat. So the practical conclusions of the study was number 1, The desire for power, not attraction, is a red flag for sexual harassment. Wait, this study was with 600 online participants who were on average 34 years old. Of course, that's going to be the conclusion. But try try doing this study with people who are like 40 to 60. I guarantee you it's going to be a completely different answer because those people are already in power. So, of course, 35-year-olds are going to be like, well, I really want to, you know, get ahead. But the guys, you don't ask anyone who's already in a position of power. This study is like completely kind of biased based on age, I think. Just saying. But also, it is a wonderful way to shift what's happening in the future, correct? Well, yes. Yes, that's true. Yes. Okay. So then like we can at least think about it from that perspective. But agreed. Agreed on the age factor. I just don't want it to be understood that in general, all people who harass do it to get ahead because we already know from all the people who've been in the news who were in power, that's not true. It's many, many, many men of power. What I do like about this is that it centers, like the the practical conclusions in the study really center the person who might be the harasser. So- that's true. That is interesting. In number one, like that practice, the desire, but like the one thing that they say on there for the desire for power at the end, like the tip is, <laughs> quote, paying attention to how much you desire power could help you avoid problematic flirting. If you feel lack of power, this could serve as a warning device for flirtation that might be asymmetrically desired, mm-hmm. end quote. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> hey, listen. This is for the younger generation. You're correct. Because anybody who's like in their 50s. It's just bias based on sample study. But let's continue on. So now number two. Okay. Beware rationalizing your behavior as playful and seek feedback when in doubt. Like I think this is helpful for my kids. You know what I mean? So that they could aspire to not have a sexually harassed life at work. Okay. Okay. Right. So. 
This is help for the harasser. Quote, if you find yourself prone to rationalizing your behavior as just flirting, then you might have a blind spot as to behavior that is problematic and could escalate into a major career problem. (laughs) End quote. Yeah. Number three is update beliefs about who flirts at work. Hmm. Well, clearly people with nothing to lose for start. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is true. This is true. Business owners, let's say. Yeah. 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 I don't know about where you live, but Delaware is what's called an at will state. They can fire you at any time for any reason, not tell you what it is and no one cares. I'm serious. I got fired once for being pregnant. I had no leg to stand on at all. Oh my. There's oh nothing my. wrong with it. They can just fire you for whatever. This is with Emily, my my daughter. Yeah, I was working at a oddly, I was an accountant for Burlington Co. Factory of all things. Oh and I got the job like all excited. You, you were an was, accountant? Yes. I was a bookkeeper. I I added up all the tills and gave them a daily report. I know it's the craziest. This, I don't think I've heard this story. This is the I was first also a time. credit card collector. Well, I trained someone to work with me for when I went on maternity, and then they just fucking fired me. They were like, thank you, bye. <laughs> I was so pissed. Yes, and this uh, is, is kind of still happening, but go ahead. Oh, well, the rest of this, there's not really much to tell. Oh, oh, just oh, that, oh. I mean, I will tell you that there was a wallet with $60 found in it, and every day, I was so broke when I worked there. I was probably like 24 23, 22. Oh no, it's 22. I was so broke that every day I thought about taking this money. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do it because it's not the right thing to do. Someone's going to come in for this wallet. Someone's going to know it's there. They're going to know I steal it. Then I got fired. And what do you think the first thing I thought was, fuck, I should have taken that money. <laughs> All this, I like wrestled with myself every day because I needed it so bad. So bad. There were days I couldn't eat lunch. I was so fucking hungry and broke, but then they fired me. And then I was like, ethics, be gone with you. Ethics, <laughs> be gone with you. <sighs> wow. Anyway, that's it. That's not really a story. That's Working Well, that was about the, yes, okay. But anyway, now, but back to I, what we were discussing. Yeah, yeah so, but we're going to just, I'll have everybody else listen, or not listen, Read the story. It's going to be yes. in the show notes okay. so that you can, the study, not the story. Just remember what I said. Always when you listen to a study, because people like to hear statistics and then go spout them off without yes. thinking critically why, Correct. you know, if especially if a study's results sound surprising to you, the first thing I want you to do from now on is look at how many people were surveyed and who they were, and what situation they're in, because that will often break the statistics down into obviousness. And like, it's obvious yeah. that these 34-year-old motherfuckers are just harassing people to get ahead because they don't know what else to do. They probably feel pressure. That's probably what their stupid fathers taught them, whatever. And also, though, I mean, I, I love just, men, by I, the way. Men are the I, best. I really want to call attention to the fact that this, for me, when I read that, I immediately thought of my kids. You know, I immediately thought of what a good way for me to be able to share some of this information. At least this is being done now so that future generations can really start to recognize what's going on that can be changed. So that's where I was looking at it from. Mind you, I am going to also share the person that I was following that 
had this study. Her name is Amy Deal. She's an IT leader, gender bias expert, and speaker. Nice. And her lot, like what she's posting on Mastodon is everything. She keeps sharing all of these incredible studies all about gender bias, and it's amazing. So I'm super loving that aspect of it. Yeah, it is really good that they're doing that, and you can tell your kids about it. Because if you, you know how else you can tell your kids about it? Watch any show that occurred before the year 2010. Oh my God. And I assure you, like Isaac, like we've been watching Seinfeld, and it's a lot about people's physical flaws, big noses, and eating habits, and pants, whatever. Like it's all very, I mean, it's supposed to be shallow. It was funny then, but that shit would never. They would never put that on the air now, ever, ever. It is. Uh, you are right about that. There's a lot of stuff where I kind of cringe. I'm like, <laughs> we watch MASH a lot, too. And the one thing that makes me cringe the most is like when the doctors or nurses are working together in the OR, often the doctor will call the nurse, honey. Come on, give me that oxygen, honey. Hurry up, honey. Oh. I need it. I need it. I need it. And I'm like, I hate that. It's not even, I mean, not to mention the fact that like the main character, Hawkeye, is constantly talking about getting in the pants of the nurses. Any nurse will do. Like, it doesn't even matter. It's nurses he's been with before, nurses who've been with Trapper, nurses, like, just doesn't even matter. It's the honey. It's the, it just would never fly. Like, you you would never, ever be in an OR and hear a doctor go, come on, honey, I need that, I need that oxygen. Hell no. This is a good too, but I'm just, I've just been noticing from watching old shows. Watching old shows is really fun, actually. It's very fun, but it is kind of glaring. There's so many things where you're just like... It's ridiculous. Eek. So And ridiculous. stuff that you just didn't even think about. Like, what was the other thing that I was like, oh, whoa, 16 Candles. And like, the, there's like a scene <laughs> oh, so in bad. there where like... Oh, yeah. She falls asleep and like the other asleep. dudes... And like the guy, and Revenge the, of the Nerds too, which I mean, actually, is a win for the nerd. But he ends up going in the tent, pretending he's her boyfriend, having sex with her, and then all of a sudden, she's like bowled over by his skills. Which you know, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, but it's yeah, it's like all of the things. What yeah, about it's the violation like part? No, it's I know. She, she falls in love with him because he's a he like hid and was a different guy that that you know. He, it's total. Yeah, that would never. How did that even fly in the first place? Yeah, we but just hey, listen, if we're it. talking about that, though, I mean, it's not the same as Revenge of the Nerds, but the Wonder Woman thing, that's also... What Wonder the, Woman thing? The Wonder, the second Wonder Woman. What is it? Second, yeah, where she, like, he comes back, but he's a, guy, a different dude. Oh, yeah. It's like a different yeah. guy. And then he takes over his body. Yes, well, that's just... Evil, yeah, but it's but still a little weird. But we like, accepted these other things as like, oh, it's hilarious. He tricked her and wah, wah. Like, you know, like that guy, like Chris Pine was actually, you know, he was body snatchered. That's different. It's different. He couldn't help it. I mean, it's not a nice well, thing to do. what are you do. talking about? Still, though. I mean, it's somebody else's body. But anyway, whatever. I know. It's not a nice thing to do, certainly, but that's an evil villain. Like, like the guys who were doing... Uh, in 16 Candles and Revenge of the Nerds, those were the heroes. I know. We were supposed to be rooting for them. And in both cases, they raped someone. Like, it's so bad. What? And what about, like, Long Duck Dong with his face and that enormous girl's boobs? Yeah, but also... What about the, the fact that he was called Long Duck Dong? I know. For fuck's and sake. Like, just the Asian... 
yes, cultural just horrificness that well, whole thing was. It was the just, whole thing is so bad. And yet, like so that was bad. a favorite movie for at least those of us growing up in the eighties. Like every John Hughes movies was like, oh my god. Yeah, I never, I mean, and also to be I fair did. to John Hughes, I never expected to have my hair cut and be taken advantage of at a party. Like, even though, even though I saw that before high, I was in high school, like, I never considered that, like, a funny expectation that might happen. Also, you know, yeah. Maybe we were just a little tougher yeah. with what we thought was funny, like. Like, it didn't affect me or make me upset. It does now because it's so glaringly you see inappropriate. What you're see- well, that the whole I think that the whole point is that because if you think about it from the perspective of having that happen to you, like just the sexual assault part, and then you are going to the police or something and you're like, this is this is not OK. This happened to me. And they're like, oh, it's kind of like the movie. Yeah. Right. And so it's condone. It's because of the what's first right the movie is okay with it all there's no question there's nothing about it it's just like oh it's okay and then we kind of go eh, it's all right we just were like whatevs obviously we weren't offended but i also wasn't made afraid by it or assumed a man would do this to me you know like anytime i was at a high school party i always felt like at least three people had my back to make sure i didn't like barf in my own pockets or something you know like i always felt like i had people that would be looking out for me if I did ever get too drunk, which I didn't really. But I wanted to say something else. Mm -hmm. Those movies kind of made me afraid to be wealthy because they were super. It was all wealthy and and not wealthy. But their houses were trashed in every movie. Risky business, weird (laughs) science, 16 candles, pretty in pink. Every rich couple's house was trashed beyond recognition. What is the point of of collecting and buying nice things if your kid is just going to smash it into a million pieces? No, yes. thank you. I wonder how many people have money issues because of those. Oh, come like, on. No. You know, those are our money stories now, right? Like, I don't want to be rich because, God forbid, Tom Cruise runs a brothel out of my living room. Yeah, no, that's never going to cross my mind. It was always like, no, the narrative, no, in terms of the the rich versus poor, the narrative that stuck with me is that rich people are shallow. Stupid? Oh, shallow, right. Yeah, shallow, and they don't, they like, like, and so that in terms of a money story and the way that the world presents wealth or all of that stuff, they do cat, like, you know, they make wealthy people be these automatons who don't have feelings and they just they're generally evil or not the good person that there's something inherently good about the person who's doesn't have money so they they ship that that is for sure was put into those culturally that cultural story i never just (laughs) that thing that you just shared no that was like what no any kid could destroy your house it just was always the richest kid It was always the most enormous house. The richest kid treated their parents' stuff like just absolute trash, which I see now you're saying gives you the idea that rich people are just shallow. They're not going to care. All their expensive shit is disposable. But I just remember thinking in some of those, especially weird science, like they had a motorcycle gang in there riding up and down the staircase. Yeah, there's a lot of And I thought my parents would kill me, bury me, and tell everyone I went missing. 
and just get away with it. They would fucking kill me if I did that to their house. And we weren't even that rich. Like we didn't have like it wasn't like that. It's middle class, you know, but like I was like, they would kill me. They would just kill me. They wouldn't tell anyone at all. Just kill me right out. I think for me, it just was so outside of my realm of experience as in like, that's not real. Most of these movies were well, like, all of weird science isn't real. I mean, they put right, a bra no, on their I mean, head and made just a kid, ex- made a person. Extra, right. You know, it was just yeah, so much yeah. more. Yeah. Oh, and you know, the other thing too is there was an awful lot of stuff happening between adults and teenagers. Like the weird science thing. Aren't How old are they? They're like teenagers, aren't they? 13, 14. Yeah. She's like 25. What was her name? Kelly? But to be f- all she did was make out with the younger one. They never but had st- sex. Okay, they did shower you- together. Yeah, all. but still, though, come on now. How they old is she in her together. 20s? Making out with like she's a, supposed to be. It, it's making out, making with, like out a with a 15-year-old. It's gross, but it's okay because they wanted her. It's okay because they wanted her. They wanted her, right? It so it's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm joking. It's, it's not okay, weird. but I'm just saying it was explained as being okay because she was hot. Yeah, there's just there's so much problems with this. But anyway, okay, I think we're so done. So much, and yeah, so much. Probably. Done. I don't even know how we ended up in this conversation. But anyway, I mean, because we, we were talking done. about sexual harassment, the study, and the then study. we got into young people, '80s movies. Which is why you're saying that none of us experienced that because '80s movies raised us, right? And therefore, the power structure is reflective of the movies that raids that raised us. I wonder if people 10 years older than us, like, is that really a good representative of culture for those who are now like 60-ish? Like, did people really, we should ask people we know, like, did, did people really trash other people's houses or secretly have sex with people while they were drunk or? Probably that, um, yes. I don't I mean, know actually, about that I, Actually, I was houses. at a party where that happened once, but to be fair, the drunk person was really begging, like really begging. He still shouldn't have done it, but like she just would not leave him alone. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I know. It's terrible. Yeah, I just want to know, is that, I mean, besides, you know, putting a bra on your head and making a Barbie doll, like does that, like, is that representative? I mean, I know it's representative of how jocks and nerds were treated because I was there in middle school for that shit. I knew mm. that if you didn't. It was absolutely 100% accurate. If you were a nerd or smart in any fashion, you were just laughed at. 100%. Even just having glasses was enough. Mm. But now glasses are cool, so there's nothing to laugh at. But back then, you were just a 12-year-old granny because he had the big thick shit with the plastic lens. There was no way to look cool. There was no way to look cool. No way. But now- all right, oh, sorry. Yes. We should. I'm sorry. Wait, we're we're done. We're finished we're done. with our Thank show. Thank you so much for yeah. being here with us. Although no one really showed up live to watch us today, we're cool with it, yo. It's cool. Um, thank you so much for for those of you who did, and thank you for listening to our audio show. We love you and we appreciate it. If you want to see our show notes for today, get any of our links, go to shepodcast.com. Please, please go buy a ticket. Shepodcastlive.com to our event that is going to be Washington, D.C., June 19th through the 22nd. It's going to be an amazing time. And then what else do we want you to do? Oh, nominate your favorite podcaster for a Sonic Bloom Award. Go to sonicbloomawards.com. You know a podcaster that fits into at least one of these categories, and we want you to help celebrate them, recognize them, award them for their hard work in the industry on their show 
in life, whatever you want, but just give them an opportunity to win an award. They deserve it. You deserve it. Nominate yourself if you want. We are on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, at She Podcasts. And you can email us, feedback at ShePodcast.com, and one of us will actually answer you. I'm almost guaranteeing it. So anyway, thank you so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>